It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Jimmy G gifted the Titans with an early Christmas gift. Why shutting down the NBA for a few weeks solves nothing. Plus, will Mac Jones attempt more than three passes this time against the Bills? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. It was the NFL's version of interconference play on Thursday night. The Tennessee Titans and the San Francisco 49ers, two teams looking to solidify playoff positioning. And it went right down to the wire. The Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill coming out on top with the last drive field goal. They win 20-17. to 17. Joining me now from Locked On Titans, it's Tyler Rowland. And, and Tyler, this is a Titans team banged up. They get A.J. Brown back in this game. And, and understanding, this is not exactly a rivalry for the ages. But against a very good 49ers team, how much do you think this says about the, the Titans' playoff worthiness moving forward well I I think it shows that you know their playmakers are still their playmakers AJ Brown can still make plays Ryan Tannehill despite not being an elite quarterback and nobody really expects that of the 13th highest paid quarterback in the NFL when you give Ryan Tannehill adequate protection which just an absolute incredible rookie debut performance from Dylan Radins on the left side. He made it so that Nick Bosa had to go from his side to the opposite side to play the Titans starter all year. So just incredible stuff. But when you give Ryan Tannehill time, he gets the ball to A.J. Brown and good things happen. So you add in Derrick Henry back to what the Titans have done right now here in the next few weeks. And with what the defense shown that they could do getting two turnovers in this game, I think this is the type of win that the Titans needed to not only get the win because the playoff hopes are slipping away a little bit, but also to restore the confidence that they can accomplish their long-term season goals, which, of course, is a Super Bowl. Well, and and you mentioned the Derrick Henry piece of this. It was hard not to watch this game and think, oh, Derrick Henry, he changes this game in X, Y, Z way, right? But the fact that they were able to do this for the defense, right. I mean, think about two months ago to say that the defense won the Titans a game. Mm-hmm. That's I think that speaks volumes about how far this team has come. And then you add Derrick Henry in, I think you can make the case, especially in a wide open AFC, that like they're, they're going to be as good as anyone because of the strides this defense has made. Yeah, and I think it's, it's kind of a... Uh, hilarious may not be the word that Tennessee Titans fans w- would pull out first, but for me, it is kind of funny that the <laughs> Titans have had this explosive offense the last few years. They, lo- they lose Arthur Smith. They have all of these injuries on offense, but, I mean, how long ago was it that the Titans 
ripped off an incredible win streak against five really good teams in a row. They have the capability to do it if they can get things in order with the injuries and get their offensive talent out there. And then you add that to this defense that's really been carrying them through as of late. And yeah, if you can get the Titans offense of the last two years with this new and improved defense, there's no reason the Titans can't come out of the AFC if they remain healthy enough to do so. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Coming up, why shutting down the NBA for a few weeks solves nothing. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Saints are forced to turn to a rookie after a COVID outbreak. The New Orleans Saints could be in line to start their fourth quarterback of the season in rookie Ian Book on Monday up against the Miami Dolphins. I'm Ross Jackson, host of the Locked On Saints podcast. Thursday morning news breaking that the New Orleans Saints have added both of their quarterbacks that have started here over the past seven weeks, Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill, to the COVID reserve list. They join both tight ends, Adam Troutman and Juwan Johnson, on that list. And even Sean Payton, head coach, is currently out with COVID as well. Not the greatest situation for a young rookie who was drafted in the fourth round of this year's draft, Ian Book, the winningest quarterback in Notre Dame history, who looks to be in line to start Monday night against the Dolphins. Now, Ian Book may not have the strongest arm, but does have a ton of mobility. He's a very smart player and a player that the Saints have been high on, but he has been inactive all season. So a big question here is going to be how comfortable he is with this offense and how comfortable this offense can be with him at the helm, especially we don't know the timetable yet of head coach Sean Payton even being able to attend practice at this time. So lots of question marks here, but I will say a lot of New Orleans Saints fans have been kind of rooting for Ian Book to get some playing time here this season. And it looks like Monday night might be the first start for the young rookie and he has an opportunity here to set up his future with the New Orleans Saints. Timberwolves star Carl Anthony Towns entered the NBA health and safety protocols ahead of Minnesota's game in Utah on Thursday. In a tweet shortly after the announcement, Towns lamented that he can't catch a break. Towns' mother died at 59 last year from complications of COVID-19. Towns said before last season that six other family members had died from complications from the coronavirus. The All-Star Center himself tested positive for COVID-19 in January of last season and went on to miss 13 games. Town said, I am a high-risk case. COVID did not treat me well whatsoever. A lot of scary nights. Hopefully he is okay and able to return as soon as possible. Rutgers will replace Texas A&M as the opponent for Wake Forest in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl announced Thursday. Texas A&M withdrew from the game Wednesday because of COVID-19 cases. The program was down to 38 scholarship players, of which 20 were offensive and defensive linemen. Rutgers last appeared in a bowl game in 2014, the second longest postseason drought among Power 5 teams behind Kansas. It will be the Scarlet Knights' seventh bowl appearance with Greg Schiano as coach do we get to count that one 
I don't know if we get to count that one. The Arizona Cardinals have lost two in a row, including an embarrassment against the Lions. They face the Colts on Christmas night. So can they turn things around? Arizona Cardinals look to make it uh, not three losses in a row on Christmas night, taking on a nightmare matchup for them. A rush defense that is shaky at best, taking on the world's best running back right now, Toten the Rock and Jonathan Taylor for the Indianapolis Colts. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy of Lockdown Cardinals. And Alex, how can Arizona Card- the Arizona Cardinals in their fan base keep the sky from falling? What's the main key to victory Christmas night against the Colts? Stop Jonathan Taylor and tape. I mean, I don't think we really need to talk about anything else. I mean, really, it's it's stop Jonathan Taylor. They have they are a one-trick pony offense. Give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Give it to him again. Doesn't matter. Kept passing the ball, handing it off, whatever. Stop him. Stop him and protect Kyler Murray. Hopefully, Rodney Hudson will be back. Yeah, absolutely. Got to get that offense going. Even if you uh, do have the success, which nobody has had in stopping Jonathan Taylor, having an MVP caliber season. Arizona Cardinals giving a ton of up, up a ton of explosive runs. It just is a bad matchup for the Cardinals. They're going to have to quiet the narrative that they can't slow down the run. They're just going to have to do it. They're performing. That's your key to victory. Stop Jonathan Taylor. Maybe make Carson Wentz beat you. That's your key to victory here from Lockdown Cardinals. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your football action this season. The NBA won't be the only league playing on Christmas. We have NFL action as well. The depleted Cleveland Browns face the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. The betonline.ag line for this game is Green Bay giving seven and a half. The Indianapolis Colts look to continue to roll as the Arizona Cardinals look to rebound after an embarrassing loss to the Lions. The betonline.ag line for this has Arizona giving a point. Then on Sunday, after all the presents are open, there is a big AFC North battle. The Baltimore Ravens take on the Cincinnati Bengals. The betonline.ag line for this game is Cincy giving three. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code Locked On to get that bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Here is another story you need to know. Most NBA teams are dealing with some kind of COVID-19 outbreak and games are being postponed with rosters that look like nothing that we saw on opening day. How is the NBA handling everything? Our NBA insider Antonio Daniels joined Locked On's Daniela Bruce to discuss. 97% of the league is vaccinated right now. 65% of it is boosted. And 90% of the cases that are uh, testing positive are the new Omicron variant. So I want to ask you why right now is everything a little bit different than what we've been hearing for the past year and a half. And like I said, the commissioner comes out and says, we don't plan on pausing the season. Well, number one, I think planning on pausing the season, people have to understand you keep anytime someone goes into the protocol, what you hear is, you know what, they need to pause the season for a week or two. And the thing that I don't grasp about that concept is in a week or two, COVID will still be here. So it's going to still continue to be an issue. I think the difference between where we sit now in December, then where we were all the way back when the season was suspended almost two years ago in March was the, the, the knowledge. The knowledge that we have about the virus, not just the knowledge, but you also have the vaccine. You also have boosters. So again, 
vaccines aren't put in place to completely make you immune to something. But mm -hmm. if you do happen to contract this virus, um, the, the symptoms aren't what they could have been if you were unvaccinated. So I think the biggest change for me is, is the knowledge that we now have mm -hmm. about the COVID-19 virus that we didn't have initially. Antonio, in your first answer, you mentioned that the athletes are being tested a lot more now as um, the season has moved on. And when mm -hmm. you look at the, the number of tests, you've seen the NFL kind of scale back on that a little bit and put new protocols into place. Is this something you could see for the NBA? It, it's tough. You know, Daniela, the thing I don't want to sound, mm -hmm. I don't want to sound insensitive to the virus. You know, th this, this country has lost over 800,000 people to this virus. So the last thing I want to do is sound insensitive, but then we also have to look at what we are seeing play itself out on the floor. So if we go back to October when the, when the NBA started. So you go through the rest of October and all the way up to the second or third week of November prior to Thanksgiving. And then you start testing and then guys really start entering the protocol. What that means is in October and November, guys were actually playing with COVID. Mm -hmm. They were playing, they were just asymptomatic. And now what you're seeing is in the ramp up of testing, because it's holiday time and guys are around their families and you're in more family gatherings and so on and so forth. Now you're seeing guys that are coming up and entering the protocol a little more often. I I'll tell you this though, from the majority of the guys that I've spoken with that are in the protocol, a lot of these guys are asymptomatic. And when I say the guys that I've spoken to that aren't asymptomatic, the symptom that they have is a runny nose or a, a cough or a scratchy throat. Again, I don't know the solution for moving forward. I, I, I will be a fool to think I have it all figured out. The NBA has done a really good job since this global pandemic hit of navigating through these, these waters. But now it, it's, it's a little different now because of the amount of guys that are going into this protocol, not just in the NBA, also in the NHL, also in the NFL that are um, asymptomatic. I think that kind of changes things a little. Will Mac Jones attempt more than three passes this time against the Bills? If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I had one today. In fact, I had one and a half today because I had one of the new puff flavors, the marshmallow puffs. It, it, they're so good. The coconut puff is unbelievable. And they have these new things called Built Bites. Just a little, you just need a little snack, just a little something to get you through to that next meal or to get you into that workout or, or to come out of a workout. The thing that Built Bar does differently is they make delicious food, delicious bars that you're going to want to eat, but that are still good for you, that are still low in sugar, low in calories, low in net carbs, low in fat, but high in protein and high in fiber. These are protein bars that taste like candy bars, but fill you up and fuel your body 
in the best way possible. And we all need a little bit of extra fuel this time of year. Uh, we, we all want to taste something delicious this time of year. Why not give your body both? Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Try them for yourselves if you're skeptical. I was, when I first got the ad copy, I was like, no, nah, this can't be. And then I ate them and I became a customer myself. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the day. The last time the Bills and Patriots got together, the showdown did not exactly live up to the hype because there were gale force wins in Buffalo. It was not the kind of game we were expecting. The Patriots come out on top 14 to 10 in that one. They square off again this weekend, not just with bragging rights on the line, but with the potential for a critical AFC East swing in this one. Joining me now from Locked on Patriots is Mike DeBate. And Mike, like I said, the wind was a huge factor in game one. What do you think from that game actually translates to what we'll see this weekend? Well, judging by the weather forecast in Foxborough on Sunday, it's still going to be a pretty blustery type wintry mix in Foxborough, Massachusetts. New Englanders are used to that. Buffalo is used to that. It will not be the blustery force wins that we saw in Buffalo just a couple of weeks ago. But I look for some of the similar game plans to continue. Both teams are going to try to run the ball, going to try to utilize the intermediate areas of the field. Um, I think right now the New England Patriots want to utilize both the intermediate area on the field for offense, as well as trying to defend it on defense. If they can master that area, they're probably liking their chances a little bit. But you know Buffalo is going to be looking to avenge that loss that they suffered on their home turf. But I don't see the weather being a deciding factor in this game, but I think it will lend itself to similar game plans that we saw in the first time these two teams met. The physical nature of what the Patriots did to Buffalo. I mean, everyone in the stadium, everyone watching knew the Patriots were going to hand the ball to, at a certain point, it was basically just Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> and yet Buffalo physically was not able right. to match them. How much do you think there is this residual, like, we kicked your ass the first time, whether it is the Patriots coming in with confidence or the Bills going, we can't let this happen again. And remember, there were there were the Buffalo DBs, Micah Hyde and Jordan Porter, who were upset that a journalist after the game suggested that they should be embarrassed by that first one. They might come out and play like they were embarrassed the first time. Yeah, and I think they will, judging by what you're hearing from the Bills camp this week. Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, they're definitely upset about the way things went down the last time. And as much as the Bills want to say, well, okay, we're not really embarrassed by getting beat by a quarterback that only threw the ball three times, that's not sitting well for a defense that's considered one of the top defenses in the league. So Buffalo is going to go out. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to try to shut off the run, prevent the New England Patriots from doing what they did the first time, maybe even take a page out out of the Indianapolis Colts handbook and try to make the Patriots quote unquote one dimensional, put the ball in the hands of the rookie quarterback, Mac Jones, make him beat us on the Patriots side of the ball. They're definitely going to be ready for that as well. And that's where Josh McDaniels, Bill Belichick and the Patriots offensive brain trust needs to do a better job of scheming up ways to get Mac into rhythm, whether that's using the run to facilitate play action or utilizing Mac and maybe having him throw down the field a little bit. That's something they're going to have to do. And finally, early this week, we talked about the PNC championship as Tiger and Charlie Woods finished second. 
The TV ratings for that tournament prove that the Tiger effect is still very real. NBC announced its total audience delivery numbers and the 2021 Open Championship. The Open Championship drew 2.1 million viewers. The 2021 PNC Championship, 2.3 million viewers. That is incredible. Coming up Monday, we'll unwrap the sports gifts from Christmas Day, so at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.